FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com Rob Kendall, Abdullah Gibb Shabazz, Jim Merritt, the program is Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Before we get to the show, let's meet the panel. He's an author. He's a broadcaster. He's the owner and operator of IndiePolitics.org. Abdullah Gibb Shabazz, hello. My friend, how's it going? I'm doing just great, and you know him as the nicest man in all of Indiana politics and government. He spent 30 years in the Indiana Senate. He used to have all sorts of friends in the State House before he associated with me. Jim Merritt, hello. <laughs> Good day, Robert. All right, so let's start with what in the world's going on with Victoria Sparts. Um, so let's see. She voted present. Let's make sure I got the timeline right on this or of events right on this. So she voted present initially on Kevin McCarthy, then spent a whole bunch of time saying how upset she was with Kevin McCarthy, then voted to save Kevin McCarthy, then voted for Jim Jordan in the Republican conference, then voted against Jim Jordan on the floor, and then yesterday, we put the podcast together on Thursday, that'd be Wednesday, she voted for Jim Jordan to be the speaker. Did I Did I get all that right? Well, don't forget there's a vote uh, after, uh, it'll be after we record the, today's yes. program. Yeah, so, so who knows what she's So, so there's do. another opportunity to <coughs> flip-flop. Did I get all that right, though? Does that sound correct? I mean, there's been so many moving parts. Ironically, Robert, yes, you did. It, okay. it may sound correct. <laughs> so she, she has given multiple interviews on this. She is all over the map. I've heard her on like Tony Katz show multiple times. I've read her tweets. I have no she's threatening to run for re-election again. She's threatening to quit. She's uh I Abdul, I'll start with you. Help. <laughs> well, I've known Victoria uh since she was in the uh, Indiana State Senate. Uh very 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 uh her her thing is like the debt and the deficit and just mortgaging the kids' future, you know, healthcare the whole nine yards. This has somewhat surprised me, uh, somewhat, because it seems like she's trying to have it sort of both ways and sort of walking that very, very thin line. Do you know what she wants? I mean, I have no idea what she actually wants because you've got, okay, you're not for McCarthy. Okay, you're against. Nope, not against either. Present. Well, what the world does that mean? Of course we know you're present. You're you're there in the flesh. I mean, and then, well, I'm really angry about this. Well, well, the thing is when you vote present, what it it does is it it lowers the threshold for... A majority, because you're not voting for or against. So instead of 217, if I'm ever voting president, I need 216. But if you're her constituent, aren't you just like lady pick a team, right? You're here. It's not like you're sick, or it's not like you got a family member who's ill. You're here. Pick, well, like, well, pick well, a team. Well, if you're a cons- if you're a constituent right now, you're probably thinking, hey, she's going to be gone <laughs> next year. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe, why worry about? It? But exactly now, she may run again. I mean, what I did, I'm looking at this and then these interviews, it's just this nonsensical babble a lot of the times where I don't know. Merritt, you know this woman? Yeah, I do. I've known her for a lo- lot longer than the Indiana Senate. I've known her since she was kind of the girl Friday for um, the uh, chairman of the Hamilton County Republican Party where she would be taking pictures. She would she would be doing everything that the, that the chairman couldn't do or or, or shouldn't do. And and uh, she's been kind of inconsistent throughout her whole career. We love her to death. 
and we know uh, her story. Yeah, you love her to death. Yeah, well. Don't lump me into this. Well, her personality is wanting to be a good mom and good wife. And and from all appearances, when she said that she wanted to come home and not be a member of Congress anymore is because of that. And now that all this inconsistency, and, and when you're a public servant, consistency is the rule of the day. And so she has thoroughly confused her constituents. And and, and uh, we really don't know where she stands. And, and you know, just elect a, a speaker. When you're a member of Congress, I've not been there, but I've been told it really doesn't make a whole lot of difference to you. You've got committee assignments. You've got constituents. You've got your issues. And uh, get to work on the work itself. And, and so I would advise her to come down on somebody and stay there, regardless of who it is. Yeah, she gave some answer about because she votes for Jordan in the the McCarthy stuff is weird that you spend all your time complaining about McCarthy, then you got a chance to get rid of him, and then you don't. But you're still mad about all the stuff that he's doing, so that's weird. But then I voted for Jim Jordan in the conference, but then I didn't vote for him on the floor because she was mad about what, like the process, or I mean, it's just all a very it's. That's weird, right? It, I mean, it's almost it almost looks like she doesn't understand the process, and she's been there a number of years now, and so it, it's uh, we're all confused. We're, we're we're hopeful that she picks somebody and stays there. Uh, Abdul, so she is now. She had initially said, "I'm not running again." Which what there's a, multiple people running for her seat now. With Chuck Goodrich, who's a state rep. There's a guy who worked for uh, McCarthy. Yeah, who's, who's getting in? Then there's another gentleman who doesn't live in the district, but lives over. I want to say in Hendricks County. How do you do that? Well, I, I know how you do it, but how does? And, and, what, and, what's and, the, and the one mindset? Thing I, and the one thing I still can't quite figure out, and I just got to call the election board uh, today once we get off the air, is if you don't live in the district, you either you have to get a letter from no. If you haven't voted in a Republican primary, you got to get a letter from yeah. the chairman, you know, of the county that you're running in to yeah. get to get on the ballot mm-hmm. but the the one gentleman whose name his name escapes me right now uh he doesn't live in the district and he and I, I, no, he doesn't live in the district number one that's one issue but he's going to buy like a house because you have to live in the district once you get elected but number two i want to say he hasn't voted in a republican primary in the last two primary cycles so the question is do you need a letter from your hendricks county chairperson or do you need a uh, letter from one of the chair people and the district that you're running in. That no one can give me a straight answer on one way or the other. And it's amazing people don't vote. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you've got so you've got her say, Well, okay, I'm I'm out, which fine, great, whatever. You don't want to be there, don't don't be there. And she got all these people who, are, who uh throw their name in, and now she's like, I'm so angry, I might run again. Oh yeah, like that's gonna show us. Ooh, you know, don't 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 punish us, Victoria. Well, well I mean, add in there that uh, then Speaker McCarthy pretty much called her a quitter. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And if she does get back in, that'll be one of the most expensive congressional races in Indiana history. In the primary period, because because yeah. isn't Chuck Goodrich? He's not at any soup kitchens, getting his meals from soup kitchens, right? He's, he will have a boatload of money. Yeah, yeah he's pretty. He's pretty well off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember asking him at a, I want to say I think it's him at the Hamilton County Lincoln Day. I remember asking him, so Chuck, what if, what if, what if you think think Victoria may get back in? And Chuck's response was, Abdul, I wouldn't be spending this kind of money if I thought she was going to run again. Okay, and this is going to sound weird coming from me because you know I have a very low threshold uh, from what I expect from my elected officials. But this is this is she's embarrassing. 
Like, this whole thing is embarrassing. Whatever your views are are your views. Hey, you want to get rid of McCarthy? Great. You're not going to hear any complaint from me. You want Jim Jordan? Fine. Good enough. But this all over the map stuff and then these interviews, and maybe part of it is because she's somewhat hard to understand and then, you know, you can't see her talking. So, you do, I, it's just like, uh, lady, you're... You need a you need check, take to take a chill pill. Like you need to calm down and figure out where your stance is, and then go with it. What do you think? It, they have a line at Vegas, or what are she going to vote for? I, I mean, it, this is embarrassing, is it not, Jim? <laughs> it, it, it it is, and um, I, I come from the the idea that the public servant tells their constituents what they're going to do, and they do it, and they don't waffle. And and this is the see, severest of all. I see. My thing is. I don't mind the waffling as long as you got a good rational reason for it because the facts on the grounds have changed and the situations change. And you know, I want somebody who's just so rigid and thinking, well, but, sir, it's a whole different situation now. Well, we're going to stay with what we did. That that I can understand. Like, for example, if Kevin McCarthy would, like, say, got hurt in a car accident or something along those lines, mm-hmm. some, something something totally changed the nature of the, of the speakership race. Well, However, he- with, with Victoria, <clears throat> well, if I was giving her advice, and she hasn't called me lately, I'm like, hey, here are your three big talking points Stick with these. Now, mm-hmm. if there's some inconsistencies, let's figure it all out right now. So when you go out you know, to the media, what you're telling Tony Katz is the same thing you're telling Wish TV, which is the same thing you're telling Indianapolis Star. Mm-hmm. So so our story is consistent. Well, just wait. Uh, when Bo- Jordan's thrown overboard, Matt Gates is now a free agent because <laughs> Matt Gates' mentor is Jim Jordan. Yep. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com Rob Kendall, Abdul Akib Shabazz, Jim Merritt's program is State House Happenings, your weekly. Or State House, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on with Indiana politics and government? All right. So, big news coming down yesterday in the whole John Rust saga. So, for those of you who may have missed previous episodes, not aware, John Rust is an egg farmer uh, from southern Indiana. He is trying to run for U.S. Senate. The Republican Party is pushing back on that, saying he doesn't meet the election law because he hasn't voted in two consecutive uh, Republican primaries. He has responded with a lawsuit. He's named Diego uh, Morales, the Secretary of State, the Election Commission, and Jackson County Republican Chair, uh, Chairman Amanda Lowry as defendants in this lawsuit, essentially challenging this law uh, of Indiana elections. And now they have named a special judge. Uh, John Dietrich, Marion County Superior Court judge, will preside over the case, and uh, he'll hear the injunction on November uh, the 1st. Abdul, you're Mr. Indianapolis. Do you know John Dietrich? Yes. Uh, good judge. He'll play it right down the middle. Won't won't take sides or anything. I'll be very fair and very rational and very, and very reasonable. Like I said, uh, it was interesting because a similar lawsuit was filed a couple years ago on this exact same issue. But the courts threw it out, saying that the people, the, the the plaintiffs, didn't have standing because the election deadline, because the, the primary had already passed. Even though you believe you'd already been harmed, but you couldn't, you can't put the genie back in the bottle, so it doesn't matter. Right. So, however, since Russ has filed his lawsuit early, like several yeah. months early, yeah, he he has standing to sue because once again he's he suffered an injury 
And number two, the deadline isn't here yet. There's plenty of time to get him on the ballot should he yeah. get the nomination. Mm-hmm. Judge Dietrich is a, a terrific jurist. and uh, You know this guy? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. I do, and he's very good. And uh, I know his family. But... Uh, <laughs> What? And his wife's a good friend of both of ours. Yes, <laughs> sister-in-law. Yeah. And, and uh, you, you know, Wait, the, what did I miss something here? He he. De- the Dietrichs are, are are deep into Republican politics, uh. and and uh, their their family is has been very successful. Okay. And these four brothers grew up in the same bedroom, and all four have done really well in Indianapolis. And it's a good family. Okay, but um, the the whole idea behind this. It, it, you know, let's look at another at another angle. Jim Banks, six or eight months ago, was struggling to fundraise. He now has an opponent. He now has an enemy, and I, I, uh, I think it's a great thing for him to raise off this and have somebody to go against. And my friends in the Banks campaign are upset about this, but. Uh, right until John Russ came on the scene, is it John Russ? Yeah, yeah John it, Russ. John Russ came on the scene. Banks was just swatting at the wind. Yeah. I think it's a great thing for it, Jim Banks. Isn't it kind of beneath? I mean, uh, isn't it kind of beneath Banks because he's been in the fray on this about Russ not running? Kind of makes him look like he's afraid to run against someone. It's kind of it, I would have think beneath him, but it I does. Guess not. I would be handling it much differently. I would. I would not be in the public, but I would definitely be fundraising off it that I have this opponent. Uh, he's not a Republican, and uh, and I I I I need all your help. And uh, it so in essence, I'm kind of for him getting out there and saying that we um, uh, we need we need to win next year to keep this Senate seat. You see, if I were the banks people, I'd, I'd leave this issue alone. Let the party take care of all yeah all that like. You, you know, Anne Hathaway, Kyle Huffer, whoever's running the party these days. I'll let you guys take care of the John Russ issue. We're going to run our we're going to run our race. Somebody asked like, what that'd be about, good advice. What do you think about John Russ? Like, well, we don't because we're thinking about our are you a Senate? Mm-hmm. Go talk to the. They've state. given him oxygen. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. go 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 take go talk to the state party about all that stuff. Because so I went Southern Indiana the other day and drove down sixty five. Did they know that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am anonymous, Jim, when I go places outside of this radio station. And that is by design, buddy. People don't bother me, I won't bother them. That's my rule when I'm not on the radio. Um, but I saw multiple billboards for John Rust, which means, and Capital Chronicle had reported, he had given himself something like... $1.5 million. Yeah, something like that. We had 1.6, whatever. He's not screwing around. I mean, the guy's serious. I don't care how rich you are. If you're putting 1.5 or $1.6 million or whatever into something... You are taking it very serious, but you wonder if uh, a lot like what I've said about Brad Chambers, if he if he looked at a poll and thought that Banks was uh, somehow uh, was it would be or bored, yeah, or yeah, I mean, what are you seeing that sees opportunity? Yeah, I mean, he could just be looking at it, going, "Look, hey, I want to run for public office." I I would, I would argue, probably what he sees is that. Jim has a lot of name ID in the third congressional district, yeah. but outside the third district, not so much. And he can match him with money, right? And so, I because you don't you don't you don't get rich by giving it away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Las, Las Vegas wasn't built on charity, yeah, right. <laughs> as, as, as as I jokingly tell people. So from that perspective, he's probably done some internal polling. Probably said, "Hey, there there's a path here 
Same with to, Brad Chambers. Yeah, to, to victory. I just got it. First of all, I get. I, I I have to get on the ballot first. And yeah. you and I agree, Abdul. And this is so scary when we agree. But <laughs> we agree that this law is crap about the primary. Oh, this voting. whole thing is. Ridiculous. I, I think we all agree that this law needs some repair. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you're the judge, I, and I, look, I know you're uh, you're just a, a man with a law degree. You're not a judge <laughs> yourself. I, I play judge on occasion. Actually, I do play judge on occasion well, in Decatur true. Township. You do on that. TV? Right. <laughs> no, uh, small claims court, pro tem. Yeah. <laughs> so is this Dietrich, is he going to look at this and go, ah, this is stupid, you people get out of here? Or is he going to go, hey, there may be an issue here. And my thing is, you're making John Rust pay for Republican and Democrat primaries, but yet you're going to take his money, but then tell him you can't participate in the club. You're forced to pay for. That doesn't really seem to hold water just when you say it out loud, right? Like you're going to take his money to pay for your primaries. I have a a major issue with the taxpayer footing the Put in the bill so political parties can choose who they want to represent them. Put your lawyer hat on for me for a second, though. Legally, is there an issue with it? Yes, there is. A, there, there is legal issue because there, there's state law prohibits, you know, public funds for uh, expenditures on political events. Like when Jim was state senator, you know, he had his he had his campaign. But he also had a senate, also had his state senate stuff, but you yeah. couldn't mix the two. I argue it's the exact same thing. Paying for a primary is. Like like a uh, uh, perfect example. They had the caucus uh, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, for Cindy Carrasco yeah. against John Jacob. By the for way, Sandlin's for, for Jack for the late Jack Sandlin's seat. There, there there weren't any government officials there except for elected officials who were precinct committee people. But you know what they did? They had a little box like go write yeah. your name on who you right. want to vote for, put in the box and they count it, and we're done. That's how all the elections should be done. And that's that's how to me there were no taxpayer funds expended on that. Right. On the thing now, you got to sign some paperwork and get sworn in. That's where the taxpayers come in. That's fine. Yeah, but but as far as the the, the process of picking a candidate, why should the taxpayers foot the bill? And exactly. This is, actually, is going to be my next column on Indiana's election reform. Well, that's a bigger issue, but uh, I, I think uh, Judge Dietrich throws this out. Yeah, I think I don't think he thinks it has merit, and I think it th- he throws it out. So you you think it's fair to say John Rust has to pay for a process he cannot be a part of? I'm saying that John Russ has to be Republican to run in a Republican primary. So that that's the question. He has to pay for because Republicans and Democrats are saying we are too inept to run our elections without public money, but yet you can't participate in the thing we force you to pay for unless you play by the rules that we set forth. As a former county chairman, I don't say that. But that's what, I mean, that's what they're saying, right? I mean, I, I, look, and I don't even know if I like John Russell. I have no idea what his views are on anything. I've never met him. He, uh, you know, he may be super liberal. He may be super conservative. I don't know. I don't care. My deal is I am so sick, Jim, of these laws that are designed to keep regular people. Now, I'm with Abdul. I think you may need some barrier so it doesn't, at what's your term, CVS? It, it does, your, to, to, does your ballot look like a CVS pharmacy? And receipt. you know how I hate agreeing, <laughs> agreeing with Abdul, but th- these laws, the signatures, and I mean, all this stuff has reached a level of ridiculous. Well, and, the, well and, the signatures actually make sense. The not 500. No, the signatures, I think, is a, is a decent guardrail because you got 6.2 million, 6.3 million people in the state of Indiana. You basically need 4,500 of them. Unless you're Todd Young. To, to, to get on the ballot. Then you only need, uh, what, 4,497 of them. So you're, you're, you're like the dog's uncle left that. Uh, uh, never, buddy. Not as long as he's, not as long as he's breathing. I'm, I'm sure Todd worries about that every night when uh, he goes to bed. Well, I, I know how much I bother him, and that's <laughs> thanks enough for me.
Uh, but the, but uh, whether you've got some offices that are elected at conventions, some go in front of the voter. I mean, it, the whole thing needs to be redone. The whole and, thing. And that is actually going to be my next uh, IBJ State House file Evansville Courier column. Totally revamping uh, Indiana's election system and also uh, bringing in uh, ranked choice voting. And for people who say that that's wrong and is stupid, well, how do you think people get picked at conventions? It's ranked choice voting. You have your first, second, third ballot. And except you don't do them all at one time, just keep going until you get uh, someone gets a majority. So, mm-hmm. if it's good enough for to pick your convention, to pick your people at a convention, why is it not good enough for the regular? And, vote? and this is what happens in Alaska, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because so the the question I would have, Jim, is all right. Let's say I was hit in the head with a large boulder and suffered some sort of amnesia and could be convinced to run for public office again. I am a Daniel Elliott. The, uh, the state treasurer specifically told me with a big smile on his face last year, you are a Republican in good standing because you have voted in the Republican primaries. Yet I am critical of the Republican Party every single day. Would the Republicans try to stop me from running for public office because I am critical of the Republicans, even though I have met like, where does it end? Where, who, would they challenge my candidacy? I've met the voting requirement. I mean, is it is there? What, what, you see what I'm saying? Like, where does it end? Am I entitled to be critical of the Republicans and still run for public office as a Republican? Well, I think so. I, I think you are. I think if you're going by the law and you get that marrying, you get that county uh, chairman signature, and you voted in the last couple of primaries. I think you can say anything you want about anybody. But you don't need the signature if you voted in the primaries, right? But what does the in good standing mean? Like, does in good standing mean? Rob Kendall goes on the air every day and talks about how Republicans are irresponsibly spending it's, money. He's it's very good... subjective. It's, it's funny you bring that up because that happened to me when I ran for mayor. Yes, thank you. Uh, weigh in on that, please. Yeah, because uh, my candidacy was challenged because they said I wasn't because I ran under the Republican ticket. Right. And the, the guy with the the nut the nut job uh, who fo- who filed his complaint said I wasn't a, I wasn't a Republican in good standing. And I was like, okay, but wait a second here. I've voted in Republican primaries all my adult life. Now I've split my ticket in the general election, yeah, but I've always voted in Republican primaries. So I've met the criteria, which is voted in the last two Republican primaries. So why are we here? And Case Winnie Bell, Jinping. I forget who the third person was on the American election board. It's like, yeah, Abdul's a Republican in good standing. He can run. Get the hell out of here. So, so once once you once you've met the legal criteria, unless they're going to find a, a challenger to run against you, there's really nothing a party can do. Anybody can bring anything, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I just want to know if if uh, where it ends, right? I mean, that's my and it seems like the law is written to where the Republicans and Democrats can. Of course, the law is written to favor the incumbents. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah make yeah. it whatever they make it whatever they want. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, real quick, uh, Rob Kendall, Abdul Game Shabazz, Jim Merritt, program State House happenings. Mike Pence story came out in Politico. I think it was Adam Wren with the story about the money trouble he is having. He has something like one point two million cash on hand, but he has like six hundred thousand in outstanding debt. This campaign has been a disaster, right? And he's only pulling about two, maybe three percent on a good day. Why did he do this? I think because he was vice president and he'd been in the Oval Office, he saw the opportunity, and it, it was almost like a why not? And why not run? Uh, I, I've got the experience. I, I have the contacts out in the faith-based world. I know Iowa. Uh, it, 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 it was an easy opportunity for him to extend his political career that hasn't gone well. And even the, and and even though history does not tend to work in the vice president Mike Pence's favor, 
because apart from George Herbert Walker Bush, who was like the last yeah. vice president to be elected president, yeah. it was like 1836. Martin Miller, Van Buren. Martin, Martin Van Buren. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. This doesn't happen. <laughs> I mean, I guess Truman doesn't count because the guy died in office, and Johnson doesn't count because the guy died in office. Yeah, but, yeah, but to, 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 get, to get elected vice president. No kidding. Yeah, because usually, uh, I, I, I joke to say the American presidency is like a sitcom. Yeah. Years one through th- one, two, th- one, two, three, they're still trying to figure out the yeah. characters and the writing. Seasons four through six are like awesome and great, but then season seven, eight, they bring in Cousin Oliver. It's like, okay, yeah, we're 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 about done. Because if you look at our history, it is very rare that a party, that a party in power gets you know twelve years yeah. in office. Usually, they get about eight, and then by then, people say, okay, that's it, that's enough. We're yeah. we're done. Yeah. Somebody forgot to t- tell Hubert Humphrey. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, shouldn't so, so Mike Pence obviously kind of sealed his fate when he made the decision he made not just the decision he made related to certifying the election, but then the comments he made afterwards. Did he believe that the people were going to just turn on Trump and he thought, hey, here's, you know, kind of here's my the vice president should have picked a lane and, and the lane he should have picked when he came out and ran for president initially is uh, you had to make a complete departure from Trump world yeah. and, and pick that lane. Uh, share it with Christie, but not in the uh, Pence would never be a Christie and being he's too nice. But uh, bottom line is you can't have it both ways when it, Donald Trump is in a in a contest. Has well, he lost very early on. Obviously, he ran twice for Congress in the in the was the late eighties, right? And then uh-huh. lost. But since two thousand, he's never he's never lost an election, right? I mean, this is going to be new. No. No, he no. won all, he, his, he won all he, yeah. his Congress. He won his governor. He won the vice president. Well, I guess he lost with Trump in yeah. 2020. But uh, look, the guy's got a that aside. He's got a great record. Yeah, but he's also from the sixth congressional district, which is very extremely Republican anyway. That's true. How do you? How does it, you know Pence, right, Merritt? You're friends with him. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How? What is he gonna? Is there gonna be any sort of like? Hey, I'm mortified it went this bad. Or is he just gonna be like, ah, well, whatever? I think he moves. He continues to move on, and uh, probably does the Gary Hart where. He goes. He goes behind the, the, the scenes. The pro or, wrestling manager Gary yeah. Hart, <laughs> or, or, yeah, or the, John or, McCain, or, or, the, or the monkey business Gary Hart. <laughs> <laughs> he probably he probably comes he comes he continues to work it, uh, and and cuts all his costs, and uh, and gets to Iowa. Oh, you uh, think he's going to keep going? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I, I I don't know. Uh, I, there's really no quit in uh, Mike Pence, and and. I think he has spent so much time in Iowa that uh, he probably shaves down his his uh, his staff, his advertising, and just goes hand to hand. What 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 if he gets two percent? Like let's say in Iowa, he gets two or three percent. Well, there's also one thing that we haven't. He's got to get on the debate stage. Yeah, that's right. NBC. Yeah, Yeah. NBC is is the next debate. November eighth. Yep. You know, just to correct myself, that may be. If he can't get on the debate stage, that may be the telling blow. But it, let's say it goes the way it's going now. Mm-hmm. And it, it, is he the sort of guy who'd be like, boy, I'm so embarrassed that went so poorly? Or is he just like, on to the next? Yeah, no, I, he's I, not. I, he I, think it, I think if he stays in the race, if he doesn't place at least third in Iowa, he's done. But what does he do afterwards? That's a, like He hasn't had a real job in a very long time. What does he do afterwards? Go join the Heritage Foundation. Go give speeches oh, and of write. Like he's not going to run Walmart or something. No. He's not going to have like a, a legitimate job. No, he, he's with the Heritage now. Yeah, or, and uh, that 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 presence will will grow. He'll he'll probably do the Reagan thing of getting his own radio show. He'll he'll not he'll here. Be, <laughs> We're doing just fine without him. <laughs> he'll be um, uh, he'll be 
out there on the political scene and uh, probably a, a leader of the Christian right. Okay, about 30 seconds to each of you. Uh, you've got Jefferson Shreve on your Merit in the Morning podcast this I do, week. I do. Uh, does he have any chance to win? Any chance? You know, I have not seen any polls. Um, I, 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 it, it other just, than what Abdul did. Yeah, other than that. Uh, but that was some time ago, and as Abdul says, it's a snapshot in time. So uh, you you, know, you never know. People are voting right now. Uh, I think it's uh, going to be difficult for him, but I, it, it's just I, I'm just not going to make a prognostication right now. Abdul, any any chance? Uh, I think he's got a puncher's chance, but he's got to run the table on those undecided voters. That is what's going to save his day. I, I just feel like it's like. He's going to look around at the day after election and go, where did all my money go? I mean, not that he's going to miss it. He's Do people rich. know there's an election? Yeah, great question. Uh, the, the insider class knows their election. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably once, uh, probably in a couple of weeks, it'll really start to kick in. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and everybody else have been voted already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you you two are just fabulous, and you exceed all audience expectations every single uh, week that we get together. And I can't thank you enough for uh, putting this, helping me put this fabulous program together. Jim Merritt, Abdul Aqib Shabazz, you're the best. Thank you, my friends. Thank, thank you. you. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love freedomfoodsindiana.com, and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. freedomfoodsindiana.com. Rob Kendall, Dula Kibjavaz, Jim Merritt, the program of Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Don't forget, you can find Abdul on Twitter at A-T-T-Y-Abdul, at A-T-T-Y-Abdul. And you can check out Abdul's fabulous website, IndiePolitics.org. Jim Merritt, he's on Twitter, at Jim underscore Merritt, at Jim underscore Merritt. And you can check out Jim Merritt's fabulous podcast, Merritt in the Morning. Find it on Facebook and YouTube, Merritt in the Morning. Me, I'm on Twitter, at Rob M. Kendall, at Rob M. Kendall. And you can hear me weekdays 9 until noon, weekdays 9 until noon, the Kendall and Casey Show on 93.1 WIBC. For Jim Merritt. For Abdul Kim Shabazz, I'm Rob Kendall. You've been listening to State House Happenings.